0: Think about all the goodness, all the things that God has done for you. Even when you didn't deserve it, he still showed his grace. He still showed his mercy. Kept you when you could have been dead. To worship you and I bless your holy name you deserve the glory here this morning can say there is no one else like you
1: give the Lord some praise on this morning. Come on, let's give the Lord some praise on this morning. Come on, let's let the Lord know how much we love Him, how much we adore Him, how much we magnify and glorify the name of Jehovah, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the Most High God, the Almighty God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Thank you, Lord. Glory, hallelujah to your name. You're better than us than we could ever be to ourselves. Thank you, Lord. We don't deserve your love. We don't deserve your grace and mercy. But thank you for giving it to us anyway. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's just always appropriate that we start our service by giving the Lord the, the praise that he rightly deserves. Do, do you, have you ever stopped to think about the fact that from how many actual minutes or how many actual hours there are from one Sunday at 10, 10 a.m. to seven days later, Sunday at 10 a.m.? Have you thought about how much time that really is. I mean, because we go through it so fast day by day. We just, kind of, I know I do. We just kind of take it for granted. But church family, y'all know like I know, the next minute's not promised to us. And people who are not supposedly sick sometimes take their last breath and that's it. So, so and, and we know that this world is not our home. But while we yet live on this side, we got to give him praise honor and glory it's it's not the government that's sustaining us it's not it's it's not how much money we got in our bank accounts and some of you all and i don't say this facetiously some of y'all in here doing really well and and thank the lord for that show enough thank you because when i need something, i'm gonna come to you but it's not that that's sustaining us some of us are in good physical health. It's not our own physical health. It's the grace and mercy of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Come on now. We don't, we don't ever want him. I don't ever want him not to know how much I appreciate how good he is to me because my own testimony, y'all, I, 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 I know I'm not supposed to be here. I know I'm not supposed to be here. When Ms. Dorothy found out she was pregnant with me 60-some-odd years ago, and she didn't want to be. She could have said, get rid of that guy. I, I don't want it. But she didn't do that. So I know I shouldn't be here. But God is a good God. I had a praying grandmama. Amen. And here I am today. So I, I just thank God. I just I, I don't ever want him to think that I don't appreciate how good he is. And I know you feel the same way. I know you feel the same way. This is the day. That the Lord Jehovah God has made and we shall rejoice and we're going to be exceedingly glad. It's overcast outside. We're going to still be glad it may rain on us heavy for the next two or three days. We're going to still be glad might be some wind. We're going to still be glad. You know why? Because as far as I know, not a near one of us is living outdoors. We, we might not have the biggest mansion or the biggest house in the neighborhood, but we got a house to go to with a roof over our head. And as far as I know, it's not leaking in your house. And if it is leaking in your house and you are a disciple of Ronald Salem, it's your own fault because if you told me, we'd do something about it. Amen now. If, we find, if you tell us it's leaking in your house and you don't have anybody else to help you, we're going to do what we can about that. So, 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 so whatever the weather may be, whatever may come, we're going to say thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 We are located, as always, and I say this for benefit of the folks who are either on Facebook or those who may be calling in. We are located just outside uh, of the wonderful, wonderful town of Garysburg And we're located also here within beautiful Northampton County. Our church motto is that this is the end of your search for a friendly church. And we do our very best. and I, and, I, and I've seen you all. Interacting with people around about, not only here in church, but I've, I've seen you in the community and I, 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 I've never walked, I'm proud to say I've never walked up on a Roanoke-Salem member who was not conducting himself or herself uh, uh, in a godly manner or at least, and, and listen, and I can say this too, I walked up and some people seen me coming, whatever they were doing, they stopped doing it. <laughs> So, so look now. I'm gonna keep your secrets. You keep mine. If you walk up on me, you come tell me. But don't tell nobody else. Let's just let this let be between me, you, and the Lord. Okay, Amen. Also, our mon- our mission, our mission statement here is it comes from the the, Ma- the gospel of Saint Matthew, chapter 28, the last two verses. Jesus Christ Himself said to those as He was ascending back, "Go ye therefore and make disciples. Come on, y'all know it. Let's go baptizing them." In the name of the Father and the Son, Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, whatever you want to say, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and, lo, I am with you always. Thank you, Lord, even unto the end of the earth. Amen. Amen. I thank the Lord again this morning for uh, Derek and April and Jasmine and Steve for coming early, Miss Jean and Miss Peggy for getting here early and doing what they can to help get things set up. Uh, for the rest of us, and everybody that's serving, ushers, those at the doors, those outside, we thank the Lord for all of you, and thank you for you being faithful and coming on to church on this Sunday morning. There are all kinds of reasons we can use, and that sometimes there are legitimate reasons not to come to church, but I am so grateful and so thankful to the Lord that this, this core group of folks, y'all press your way every Sunday, because anybody can wake up on a Sunday morning and not feel your best, it happens to all of us. But somehow, someway, you determined that you were going to come to church this morning. I want to recognize and thank God for my sisters in Christ and in the preaching and teaching ministry. Uh, Reverend, um, St- uh, Reverend Phillips here to my left and Reverend Lee to my right. And certainly going to pr- keep uh, uh, Reverend Stevenson and uh, Reverend Williams. They're not sick, but we just want to keep them lifted up in prayer in our absence. Our musicians, Brother Steve, Brother Elijah, Brother Marvin, come on, let's give the Lord a hand for them. Brother Rick is not with us this week, but he'll be back. Come on and give us an opening selection, please, sir.
0: Come on, clap your hands with us. What? So grateful.
1: lord for all you've brought me through and when you have a history with the lord just remember the same way he brought you through this and that he'll bring you through the next thing that's why we don't we we there's no need for us as saved folks to live in stress i'm not saying things won't happen that will not bring us stress but don't you stay in stress why because you are covered by the most high god whatever comes up he already knew it was going to come up before it did He's already got the solution. All we got to do is stay in faith. Stay in faith. Stay in faith. And And that's one of the reasons why the Lord said that we are to not to neglect the assembly of ourselves together now. And we have to do that different ways depending on what's going on. But when you can, why? Because you get encouragement from other brothers and sisters. Somebody else may share a testimony that may be right down your street that day. And you can say, Lord, if I didn't come for no other reason, You know, thank God that Sis stood up and gave her testimony because it's it's what's going to help me get through the rest of this day, the rest of this week. Somebody's prayer may may change your outlook on life. A song like you just heard, brought me through this and brought me through that. Lord, I'm so grateful to you. That might be what you need today. Get you through the rest of the day and the rest of this week. So that's why it's important that we do get together. And if nothing else, we can just encourage one another. After service, we just talk and mingle a little bit, and we just say, you know, how you doing, or let, let me let me pray for you, whatever it is. So anyway, it, I thank the Lord. I'm just so glad. I'm just so thankful. Um, by way of, let, let me do this first because I got stay on track. Got stay on track. Um, first, to those who may be watching in by Facebook Live, we welcome you. We thank God for you. We appreciate that you're always with us and that you stay with us at 10 o'clock on sunday mornings we thank god for you for those who may be listening in on our call-in number we thank god for you as well and certainly certainly to our faithful and dear uh, brothers and sisters who are right outside in the parking lot and every sunday there's at least two or three we thank god for you matter of fact i i talked to brother calvin he's here uh, pretty much every sunday and uh, I asked him, I said, Brother Calvin, can you hear okay through the car radio? Is our, is our broadband working the way it should? He said, oh, yeah, yeah, that works real good. So for those of you who may be outside listening and on the broadband, thank you as well. We love you, and uh, thank you for being faithful and being here. I have a couple of announcements. One, uh, I, I mean, we just have to share it because, you know, life happens. Um, we lost Brother Randy Banks this past week. And I'm sure by now, most of you all in this sanctuary and fellowship, I'm sure most of you all have heard that news. Uh, Randy was about 39 years old, young man. And uh, for a number of years, he and uh, his sister, Kenesha, and his brother, Luke, and uh, then later on, his, uh, his niece, Alexa. Alexis, you know, they all were here in and out years ago, members of the church. And um, Randy passed this past week. His funeral is this Wednesday at 11 a.m. at Gaston Baptist Church. Okay, so it's outside. It's going to be graveside. Thank you, baby. So this, um, this Wednesday at 11 at Gaston Graveside Service, um, I know many of you all know his mother, Sally. Please reach out to her if you haven't done so already. If, if you can be there on Wednesday, I'm sure that the family will be most appreciative of your being there. Um, sister Nell shared with me this morning that her sister, uh, Grace Roberts, she is uh, currently in the hospital, so please pray for her. We pray for her recovery. There have been some others who were being in, but they're out, you know, this past week. Um, we know that some, Miss Bertha, for example, went to the hospital on Saturday, but she came home also Saturday afternoon, but then there may be others, but Please keep folks lifted up in prayer. And like I said, if you have an opportunity to do so, please go by and visit our members that you know in uh, long term care facilities. You, you have to call first, as far as what I know. Most of the time, you need to call and make an appointment. But please do that because they, they are so glad. They are so glad and grateful to uh, see you. And I got another announcement to make about as far as also, uh, Brother, um, Brother Blunt. He lost his uh, sister, uh, sister uh, his sister Fanny Pat Blunt Burgess. She passed um, this morning. You all remember Sister Fanny. Um, she she passed away this morning, and so the funeral arrangements are incomplete at this time. But please uh, reach out to Mr. Um, Mr. Blunt, and certainly and his daughter is here. You know who is Miss Fanny's niece, and reach out to them and let them know that you're supporting them and praying for them, and. As we have more funeral arrangements, we will share those uh, with you all. We need to do a robocall if it's during the week to let you know about any kind of funeral services that the public may be able to attend. Uh, I, think, I think that's everything that I want to share by way of announcements on this morning. Let me say again that I want to thank you always, always, always for your generous and liberal giving. This is to folks here in the sanctuary. This is to folks outside. And those on Facebook and those on the line, you know you can come here Monday through fr- Monday, Wednesday, or Friday uh, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. to leave your tithes and offering. You can also mail those to us at P.O. Drawer Z, Garysburg, P.O. Drawer Z, Garysburg, 27831. And you can also go to our Facebook, pa- our, excuse me, our webpage, our church webpage, which is rsmbc.com. When you go there, you'll see a little tab that says giving. You click on that tab, a page opens up, and then it will show you how to give online. And many people take advantage of that as well. So I want to just let you know we thank you so much for your generous and liberal giving because you are honoring the Lord. We are a tithing, tithing, offering, giving church. And so we're going to continue. You know, and others do what they do, and that's fine. We, we're not making judgments. It's not for us to judge what other folks may do. But we believe in tithes and offerings, and we're going to continue that here at roanoke Salem, as long as the Lord lets me be pastor, anyway. And so, um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, if you may, all, if you will, all stand at this time. Lisa, have you been outside? Okay, you all, please stand. Father, I thank you for those who have already given as they came into your house of worship. Thank you for those who are giving online. Thank you for those who are mailing in or bring it here this week. Thank you for those in the parking lot whose tithes and offerings will be collected in just a few minutes. We we love you and thank you for being so generous to us. And we are glad and happy. We are cheerful givers, Lord, to return to you just a small portion of what belongs to you in Jesus name. so much. You may be seated. I'm going to ask if um, Reverend Phillips will come now and give us the morning prayer, and then we will continue on with a sermonic selection, and then we will hear the word on this morning.
2: Father God, in the name of Jesus, first of all, we welcome you. We say good morning, Jesus. You're welcome in our hearts. We thank you, Father God, for last night's rest. And soon and very soon, you touched us with a finger of love and allowed us to get up one more time. Can't help but give you glory for God. We looked around. We had food to eat and clothes to put on. God, We even you made a way so we could come out to your house one more time can't help but give you glory for it we looked around god our family circle had not been broken god we bless you for that god we thank you god for all things for everything you do is good father god you are a good god and a wonderful god father god we're not gonna beg for anything this morning we are just gonna say thank you and we welcome you into our minds and our hearts open up our hearts god that we may hear from heaven on high, God. We ask you to touch the man of God in such a special way. What you have told him in secret, God, let him be able to express it to us, God, and let us receive it in our heart, God. We will lift up our eyes into the hills for with coming our help, all our help coming for you, God. And no matter what's going on in the world, God, you are our refuge, our fortress, you are our God, and you will, we trust, God. We trust you on this morning. Have your way in our life. Do what you want to do as long as you want to do it, God. Bless the marine family, God, all lower, God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to bless the sick, the prison bound. God, that those that don't even know you in the pardon of your sin, draw them by your spirit. For I heard you say, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me. Have your way, God, in this place. Sanctify, God. Sanctify our minds, God, that we'll know how to live in the days and the years to come. We thank you. We glorify you. It's in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. We do say amen. Oh, amen. Amen.
1: I thank you, Lord, for making a way for me. Is there anybody that's willing to be honest enough and you're not ashamed or embarrassed to just lift your hands up and say in front of the whole world, I thank you, Lord, that you made a way for me when I didn't know what to do next, when I didn't know when to turn, when I didn't know which way to go. Thank you, Lord. Somehow, someway, you made a way i ain't too cute to tell the lord thank you i know what he's done for edwin i know what he's doing for edwin right now glory hallelujah to his name thank you lord father i ask now that you use me as you will to preach and teach your word with clarity and conviction may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Jesus is in your name, I pray. Amen. 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 Church family, we're gonna go um, quickly to the book of Malachi. The book of Malachi, the last book in the uh, Old Testament. I think I'm right about that. Book of Malachi, chapter 3. And for anybody get scared, this ain't no sermon on tithing. <laughs> for anybody to get all uptight. I can see Elijah you say go to Malachi and folk go to talking about time and giving money again I ain't talking about time I had it open to Malachi this week and my eye fell over on the page opposite of the one I was looking at and the Lord showed me something the Holy Spirit showed me something I said okay Lord I think this is what you want me to preach this week Malachi chapter 3 verses 16 through 18 Malachi chapter 3 verses 16 through 18 while y'all it down I'm, I'm gonna make you laugh I'm gonna try to anyway after I had my surgery last year and it got to the well you know of course we weren't in church but um, we were coming here a lot of Sundays and it would just be us and um, of course we were always doing the Facebook live and so uh, some people started saying to me and some said to Julia and some kind of said to others so Reverend Horsley looked so poor. I was like, Lord, I hope he, hope he all right here. And I was. I was frail because I lost 28 pounds after the surgery. The surgery, I lost 28 pounds in like the first three, three, four weeks after the surgery. And then recently somebody said, man, he looked fat. So now which is it? Is I'm fat? Oh, I know I ain't skinny no more, so I, I, know, I know them days are gone. But yeah, somebody recently said, so Calvin said, I look fat now. So, okay, I'll I take fat, because I'm healthy. Just saw my doctor this, this past week, and they, they, they didn't have a problem with me, so whatever the way it is, it, it's all right. But it's just, it's, it's just interesting, though, your perspective, right? Who's, I've had it in the same day, Brother Jesse, see somebody, one person say, look like you're putting on some weight, Reverend Horsley, and an hour or two later, see somebody else, Reverend Horsley, Show sure look like you're losing weight. So I guess it just depends on your perspective, right? To God be the glory. I tell you one thing. Long as Julianne keep cooking, I'm gonna keep eating. I tell you all that. Yes, Lord. You got that right. To God be the glory. Malachi chapter 3, verses 16 through 18. Then, though, let me let me set this up. Malachi is speaking now. The Lord is speaking through Malachi. The Lord is here speaking through Malachi. Then those who feared the Lord talked with each other, and the Lord listened and heard. Y'all think about that. Then those who feared the Lord talked with each other, and the Lord listened and heard. A scroll of remembrance was written in his presence, in the Lord's presence, concerning those who feared the Lord Almighty, who feared the Lord and honored his name. Verse 17, they will be mine, says the Lord Almighty, in the day when I make up my treasured possession I will spare them just as in compassion a man spares his son who serves him finally verse 18 and you will again see the distinction between what the righteous and the wicked between those who serve God and those who do not Uh, church family for just a few minutes let us reason together with this thought will your name be on his list Will your name be on his list? How, how many of us here are list keepers? I'm sometimes about it. Most of the time I do not, but every once in a while I do. Anybody else, though? This is a regular thing in your daily life. You make lists of different things. Okay, Ms. James. Well, okay, some of us are, some of us not. Okay. But, but a lot of people are list keepers. You know. we, we use a list to record things that are important to us. And, and some of us make to-do lists. Now, most of the time when I make a list, it's a to-do list. I'm trying to make sure that there are some specific things I want to try to get done that day or over the next week or whatever it is. So we make a to-do list to help us get things done. So, some of us make grocery lists. Amen. I've never made one, but I've been handed two or three in my lifetime. And that's all right, because if I didn't, I would forget. I, I know I would. I, I can admit that. Some of us make a wish list. A wish list is for activities we want to do, or wish list may be for places we want to visit, or wish list may be for material possessions we want to own. And let me tell y'all, ain't nothing wrong with that. You, it's like setting goals, and, and you work towards your goal, right? If you, if you want a, a Cadillac, put it on your wish list. Now, when you get that Cadillac, I hope you've done it the right way. But if you want a Cadillac, put it on your wish list and and do what you need to do legally and morally uh, to get your Cadillac. nothing, Lord Lord ain't mad with you about that. And then, listen, this is the big one, though. Some of us keep a revenge list. Now, that's not what y'all call it. But we in God's house, so I'm going to respect the house of the Lord. But some of y'all call it a word that begins with an S and it ends with a T. You you can figure it out for yourself. Y'all do. Y'all know. Y'all do. I, I got the, here, here's what it is. Here's the list. That that's a list. Some of us make that people that we're mad at and we plan to get back at them. We're gonna take revenge them. So they go on the, our S list, right? I've heard people say it. I've said it a time or two in my lifetime when I was stupid. But let me be. When we warn you about something, be careful. If somebody has mistreated you, you present your revenge list to the Lord. And let him avenge you. Now, I'm talking about now that we're saved. We know better now. We might not have known better when we were saying that back in the day, but now you do. If you're saved and you got a revenge list, okay, but you give it to the Lord. Let the Lord take care of it. I know that's right because in both the books of Deuteronomy, Old Testament, and Romans in the New Testament, the Word tells us that vengeance belongs to the Lord, and he shall repay evildoers. Amen. But because we're talking about lists, let me ask you this question this morning. Did you know that the Lord keeps a list too? Amen, He does. That, that's what we learn right here in Malachi chapter 3. Let me give you just a little bit of the back story before we look at verses 16, 17, and 18. In most of this chapter, in most of chapter 3, the Lord is speaking through Malachi. Malachi, by the way, means my messenger. So the book of Malachi means uh, the book of My Messenger. Most church folks know Malachi verses eight, nine, and ten. We know them by heart because those are the three verses that tell God's people that they have robbed God by not bringing Him tithes and offerings. Now, again, I thank the Lord. We are a tithe and an offering believing church, and we're not going to rob God that way. But, but God says also in verses eight, nine, and ten. After He says you've robbed me in tithes and offerings, He said, "But if." the people will bring their tithes and offerings into God's storehouse. That's his house, the temple, now in this case, the church house. He will open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that's so much that they want to be able to, to, to collect and use all the blessings. And, and the blessings are all kinds of things. God is not dealing on a one-by-one one or one-to-one one, uh, payment plan like you might do with the long shark. This ain't God get, God lends you $10 or you give God $10 uh, in worship and then he got to give you $10 back. It ain't like that. God may bless you in your health. Thank you, Lord. I'll take it. God may bless you on your job, give you favor with the right per- people so that sometimes you get uh, duties and responsibilities and promotion that maybe you're not fully qualified for, but the favor of God is on your life so you get it anyway. I'll take that. Thank you, Lord. God may bless you by, by giving you, uh, uh, r- making relationship situations better. Maybe you and your parents, or maybe you and a brother or a sister, maybe you and some friend uh, have fallen out, and y'all haven't talked for years, and God may, because of your being faithful in the tithes and offerings, one of the ways he may bless you and uh, return that blessing is he'll work things out so you guys can come back together and be back in, in harmony with each other. I'll take that. Thank you, Lord. Maybe God will bless you by uh, because you're faithful in your tithes and offering. Maybe he'll bless you by one of these nights, and I'm a witness because this happened to me. Coming down 95 in a snowstorm, my car turned sideways. I couldn't get any traction. I kept hitting the gas. The tire kept spinning. I look at my rearview mirror, and I see an 18-wheel truck come flying down 95 right right there by Stony Creek, right up in that area. Y'all know that part of 95. And the only thing I could do was just sit there because I said, I, I know I'm getting ready to get hit. And about two, three seconds before that car got cl- that truck got close enough to me to hit me, the back end of that vehicle I was in spun by and said, I won't touch you, nothing. My foot won't on the gas. My foot won't on the brake. The car was off. And the back end literally went from this to this, and the truck went right by. That ain't nothing but the favor of God. I could have gotten out and shouted all over 95 that day, because I was gone. Might not have been dead, but I would have been hurt real bad. But that's one of the many ways that God will bless you by, for your faithfulness in the tithes and offers. Okay, now that's all I'm going to say about that, because I told you this is not about tithes and offers, and it's not. So that's all I'm going to say about that. So I want you to know, though, that so we know those verses, Malachi 8, 9, and 10. But... Suddenly, in chapter 3, verses 13, 14, and 15, after God says he'll bless you, he's going to protect your crops, he's going to keep the devourer off of you, starting with verse 13 and 14 and 15, the conversation takes a, a negative turn. Then God says to the people, you have said harsh or bad things against me. What did the people say? Here's what they said. And these were church folks now. These were God's people. Some of them said that... um people who were arrogant were being called the blessed people. Some of them said that evil people were being prosperous, that they were doing good. And some of them said that people who challenged God's authority got away with it. So what they were saying to each other is, why should we keep serving God? Why, why are we going to keep serving God? Why? Because the arrogant folks, those are the ones that y'all call the blessed people. And the people who are are doing wrong, they're cheating and stealing and lying, do everything. They're the ones who are being prosperous. And folks who look at God and directly and willfully disobey his authority, they they get away. God hadn't punished them. That's what the people said. Amen. Amen. But just remember this, church family, and this is for all of us. Just because God allows people to do wrong, it does not mean that they're going to get away with it. No, ma'am, no, sir. Just because he hadn't struck him dead or struck him down, that doesn't mean they're getting away. You know why? Because God is keeping a record. The Word tells us in verse number 16, Malachi 3:16, says that people who feared the Lord, the ones who still had honor and reverence for God, they began talking to each, each other, and the Lord was listening to what they said. The people who feared the Lord began talking among themselves, He's still talking about his people, and the Lord was listening to what they said. And at that moment, the very moment that these folks start talking about talking to each other, uh, the ones who feared the Lord, somebody in heaven began to write a, a, a list of names of the people who feared God, those who reverence and honored God. I want to make a note right here. It's not a point, but I just want to share this with you. We need to always be mindful that God sees everything we do, and he hears every word we say. And I'm not talking about just the say folk either. He sees and hears all of us, every human being, all the time. I'll give you some scripture for it. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 3 says, The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, keeping a watch, listen, on the wicked and the good. That's Proverbs 5:15 and 3. Proverbs 15 and 29 the Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. Now, let me be clear about that. He's far from the wicked. That doesn't mean that he's not listening to what they say. That just means that when they start talking that foolishness and that, that stuff that's displeasing to him, it, 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 the Lord kind of does like we do sometimes. He lets it go in one divine ear and out the other. He knows they're talking, but he's not paying them any attention. But then when the righteous speak up in prayer, he immediately perks up and he responds. Verse number 17, Malachi three seventeen. God begins speaking again through Malachi. He says that uh, the people who fear and honor him will belong to him on the day when he makes up his treasured possession. What is God's treasured possession? The saints of God are his treasured possession. And I know that because according to 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 9 that's where it says that we are a royal priesthood a peculiar people in other words we are God's treasured possession so God said that those who fear him on the day that he makes up his treasured possession when he gathers the saints and the sinners together and separates us he says he's going to do what he's going to spare us he's going to save us And he's talking about saving our souls. Now, we know he's talking about, when he says he's going to save us, he's talking about saving our souls because we all know that our natural, physical bodies are all going to die one day. But he's going to save our souls. Why is it important that God saves your soul? Because when your physical body dies, you ain't dead. You're not dead because your physical body, oh no, there's a soul inside of you, and it's going to live on into eternity. So we best want God to save our souls. Amen. Amen. Here's the good news for those about when we talk about our natural bodies dying. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse eight says this for the saints of God. We rather what we rather be absent from the physical body and to be present with the Lord. So when you and I take our last breath, it doesn't matter where it is. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. I pray that we all die Uh, that we don't die in sin but when your physical body dies and you come out of that you're going to be in the presence of the Lord and prayerfully you won't be ashamed or embarrassed to find yourself in his presence to God be the glory that's why the body of Christ should never be stressed out by what evil and wicked people do by the evil and wicked things happening in this world because the Lord will save every person that belongs to him And y'all already belong to him because you're saved, those who are saved. Verse 18 provides more evidence that the Lord keeps a list. Malachi is still talking. And he says that on the day the Lord gathers up his treasured possession, this is what he says, verse number 18, says everybody's going to see a difference between the righteous, which are the saints of God, and the wicked, which are the unsaved people. The Lord says that the righteous people serve him but the wicked do not. And again, I'm not going to belabor this because I've said it a million times. Everybody that's unsaved is not evil and wicked, but they're unrighteous. Why are they unrighteous? They're unrighteous because they're not covered in the blood of Jesus, because it's the blood of Jesus that makes all of us righteous. Not what we do. So that's why he said that the, the righteous are the people that serve him, and the wicked are those who don't serve him. Will your name be counted among the Lord's treasured possessions. If you're not saved, your name will not be on his list. But you can change that today if you want to, because Romans 10 and 9 says, if we confess the Lord Jesus with our mouths, and if we believe in our spiritual hearts that God raised Jesus from the dead, it says you will be saved. So, so here's, here's, the, here's the bottom line. And, and this is why I've said to, to us lots of times, church family, y'all, we don't need to get in no argument. And no no ugly, mean disputes and all with people unsaved. They got all kinds of reasons for not being saved. That's fine. Live and let live. Why? Because Jesus is not a respecter of persons. Anybody can be saved if they want to be. But they have to want to be. Romans 10 and 9 makes that very clear. So if you're unsaved, you can get saved if you want to. If you're saved now, I encourage you to continue trusting and obeying the Lord. I know we still have to deal with the issues of sin, sins in our own minds and sins in our own body. We still have to be mindful of the tricks of the devil. So listen, as long as we live here, y'all, we're never going to get away from, we're never going to get to a point where we no longer have to, to wrestle with sin, or at least to, to sometimes uh, uh, have to, you know, shield ourselves and really be, in a, in a battle, if you will, against sin. Because the Bible makes it very clear. There's three things that we deal with all the time. All human beings, not just saved folks. We deal with the lust of the flesh. We deal with the lust of the eyes. And we deal with the pride of life. The lust of the flesh is us; is, is, is what our own natural cravings and desires are, good or bad. The lust of the eyes is when we see things. And when we see things, then triggers us to have a desire to have them it doesn't have to be physical It doesn't have to be anything of a sexual nature you know brother jesse gets a a a new camaro now i want that new camaro may not want his camaro but i want a camaro just because he got one because i ain't gonna let nobody because ain't no need for jesse think he better than me he can have a camaro i can have a camaro too now in real life here's the difference Jesse got a Camaro. He went to the store. He went to the, the, the dealership and paid for his cash. I got to put mine on a 30-year plan. But that's all right. That's all right. As long as I drive up on the parking lot, as long as y'all don't see the bill every month, y'all don't know the difference. But that's the lust of the eyes. It, it makes us desire things, good or bad, you know, that otherwise we have. And then the pride of life. Pride of life is just arrogance. People who are arrogant. I'm better than you. I look down on people. So all human beings have to Do with those three things, deal with those three things at all times. But here's the thing if we call on the name of Jesus and if we obey God the Holy Spirit, we can have victory over the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. First John chapter 4, verse 4 tells us that greater is He that is in us, God the Holy Spirit, than He that is in the world. So we need to call on the name of Jesus, and then we need to obey the Holy Spirit. Those of us who are saved, we, we, we have the Holy Spirit, spiritually speaking, dwelling with us, and he's talking to us and telling us and leading us and guiding us all the time. The only problem is sometimes we don't listen, and sometimes we choose to not obey him because we still have free will, but we won't be able to say because we didn't know better. We won't be able to say it's because we, we didn't have a chance to think twice about what we did before we didn't No. Because the Holy Spirit going to tell us, nah, you don't, you don't want to do that. But that's up for us to decide if we will or won't obey him. Amen. So as I close, I ask you this question. Will your name be on his list? The FBI has a list of the 10 most wanted criminals in America. You don't want your name on that list. Amen. That's a list you don't want to be on. Forbes Magazine every year publishes a list of the 100 most richest people in the world. Now that's a good list for your name to be on, but, but that's not the best list for your name to be on. Amen. And if I mess around one of these Sundays and see or, or one week or sometime and see some of y'all names on that Forbes 100 list, I'ma call you. Cause I want Ronald Sales 10 percent when I know exactly what you got in your account. I'ma call you. I'm sure I said, oh, look. I asked I ask Sister Gloria, Sister Lisa, to check the record. You ain't gave us your ten, our 10% out of your $150 million. Just write us a check. We'll take installment plans. Amen. The best list for every person's name to be on is his list. His list is called the Lamb's Book of Life. The Apostle John writes about it in Revelation chapter 21, verse 27. That is the list for every person who gave their life to Jesus Christ while they were still living on the earth. And they'll spend eternity with Jesus and the saints of God in the city called the New Jerusalem. When your life is over, will your name be on his list? I'm so glad that my name is already on his list. And I'm so glad that your names are already on his list. And it didn't take a lot for our names to get on his list. All it took was for us to believe what the Word says that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that Jesus Christ died for our sins, that Jesus Christ covers us with His blood, that Jesus Christ is coming back again for those who believe in Him. I'm so glad that my name and your name is on His list because one day. When I'm standing in front of the Lord in judgment, and I know my name is on that list, I'm looking forward to hearing the Lord say, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's what I'm looking forward to. And until that time, I'm going to do all I can, the best I can, keep trusting him, and I'm going to keep serving him. How am I going to serve him? How are you going to serve him? First of all, the word says we serve him by loving one another. Now, let me say this as a point of reminder to Ronald Salem. We're going to be out here on time. Ronald Salem. Above all else, we need to be a loving church. Agape loving church. Church family, that don't mean we won't won't disagree sometimes. That doesn't mean we we won't sometimes have differences of opinion. But what it means is that we go to God's word, if if it's applicable, we go to God's word to try to settle our differences. And at the end of the day, I'd rather defer to Miss Jean uh, in, in situations rather than to fight with Miss Jean or have Miss Jean be upset with me. Now, that doesn't mean I'm gonna let Miss Jean have her way, but I may say to Miss Jean, Miss Jean, look, we're just gonna agree to disagree. You, my sister in Christ, I love you dearly, and I ain't gonna let this thing break up our, our godly and our brother sister in Christ relationship. So, first of all, we, we serve the Lord by loving each other, and I know that's right. Because Jesus said people, the unsaved folks, will know we're his disciples by what? How we love one another. Not how we treat folk in the world. He said the world will know that we belong to him by how we treat each other. Then the second thing we do to serve him, we do our very best, do our very best, to share the love of Jesus Christ with folks. And like I said, that doesn't always mean street ministry, but that means being Christ-like. We, we, listen, people have some, I use the term, jacked up situations in their lives. That's a crude term, but y'all, y'all know what I'm saying. Sometimes we see people and we only see the surface of what's going on. And we, and we react and respond to what we see on the surface. We, we react to their actions. We react to their work. And they could be wrong. They could be absolutely terrible horrible wrong and we would all agree saved and unsaved this is a wrong bad horrible thing that this person's done but what i'm saying to us as the saints of god is okay on the surface we acknowledge that yes they're wrong they're doing wrong but we've got to be willing to go a little deeper and see if we can figure out is there something else going on that might cause them to be the way they are And, and we may never know But even if we never find out, what can we always do? We can always pray. We can always pray. We can always say, Lord, I don't know why that person killed 4 or 5 or 6 or 20 people. But Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you whatever is going on with him or her, Lord God, change it. Yeah, they need to go to court. Yeah, they need to be punished. Yeah, they need to go to jail if that's what the law says has to happen. But Lord, change them save their soul lord that's the kind of people he wants us to be and that's how we serve him and we can especially do this we can especially do this when it comes to our own family and friends and 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 people we have influence with at work or in the community let's not be so quick to just write folks off even when they're wrong even when they mistreat us let's not be so quick to just you know in a moment in time yeah i'm mad and i may be mad a day or two or whatever it is but let's just not write folks off because listen, listen y'all, listen listen, please hear if you ain't heard nothing else I said today, hear this some of us got this thing about, well see what I did wasn't as bad as what she did oh yeah, oh you, you, we'll say this, oh yeah yeah yeah. I used to be out there in the world I used to be in the street, but I ain't hang out like, I, hey I will not doing what he was doing can, can, I, can, can I hurt your feelings? God don't care it was still sin against his holy nature. So he's not saying, oh, horsely, your sin wasn't as bad as so-and-so's sin. No, he said, both of y'all were sinners. But the difference is, somewhere along the way, he had sense enough to realize that the path of life he was on was wrong, gave his life to Jesus Christ, and now he's the saint of the Most High God. And I was stupid, and I kept on hanging out there in my mess till it was too late. So I'm saying that to say, y'all, we, 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 got, we cannot be so quick to be judgmental against folk now. We, we got to be willing to go beyond and show them grace and mercy. Deal with them appropriately, yes, but as saints of God, we've got to be willing to go deeper. And care about them more just than what the the bad or the evil or the wicked stuff we see they do. Because look, y'all, how many folk in the church right now, some of the most outstanding church people we know, and if we knew all their real background, we'd be saying, what? You used to do what? But see, when I meet you, now, now, now you're a saint. You're covered in his blood. Same thing for you and me. Y'all heard me say, I don't want y'all to know everything I used to do, the stuff I've done. It ain't your business. But look, this is what's funny, Evelyn. But the real saints of God sitting here right now, y'all saying the same thing. They say, yeah, pastor, and you, I don't want you to know my mess neither. The real saints, that's what y'all saying. Y'all not judging me for what I said about me. Y'all saying, yeah, pastor, you right, because I sure don't want you to know how I used to roll. God has covered us all. He's covered us all. Amen. Okay, so so, so, so my time is almost up. Um, hold on one second. You know, the Bible says that those of us who are in positions of leadership, We're supposed to be servants of all, right? Servants first. So I don't mind doing stuff that's, it ain't no big deal, but I don't mind doing stuff because I'm a servant first. Above all else, I'm a servant. Okay, so, Derek, I hope I didn't shorten this thing out. Okay, here we go. I'm going to ask Reverend Lee to give us, give us a closing prayer. I'm going to do the benediction, okay? Come on. And, and while, while she, y'all stand, please. And while she's getting ready, get, come, let me, let me, we got a praise report. Reverend Freeman, some of us know, and this is not secret because he had told us this himself. He had been displaced out of his house for how long, Monte, about what? Since October of last year. Monte has been displaced out of his house since October of last year. But thank God he's back in his house now. To God be the glory. God is good. God worked out everything that needed to be worked out so Monte could go back to his new and improved house. To God be all the glory. Amen.
2: Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come at this point in time. We just said thank thank you for all things god we bless your name we praise your name we love you god thank you for on your word for your word today god god letting us know that our name can be on the perfect list your list which is the book of life god thank you for the message god thank you for those that came that whatever way they're listening god just bless it, only you can bless. God, you just keep blessing us over and over and over again, and we said thank, thank you, you God. Lord. God, keep us this week with our man stayed on you. If you keep us, we know we'll be kept. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen.
1: Amen. And now, may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest rule, and abide with us, henceforth and forevermore. Amen. Let the church sing y'all call me if you need me those who can and will please exit this door right here if you need to go back through the fellowship hall that's fine but those who can and will please